Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Monday, January 11th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Uh, just about two days away now from the Flyers taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins to kick off the 2021 NHL season. 5.30 puck drop coming up on Wednesday, and it's been it's been a while. It's been 128 days since the Flyers last played a game. That was back on September 5th. That was the Game 7 against the New York Islanders in the bubble of Toronto in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But this week... It all begins 56 games in 116 days. The Flyers will back-to-back starts against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the journey will be underway. Last night, the Flyers held a scrimmage at the Wells Fargo Center. It was Team Orange versus Team White. Team White came away with a 4-2 win with five minutes left in the third period. As a matter of fact, they decided to blow the horn, play three-on-three for five minutes, and then do a shootout, which went multiple rounds, I think seven rounds in total, before Michael Roffel ended it with uh, an absolute clapper, <laughs> basically on the lap of Brian Elliott to say, enough's enough, boys, let's go home, let's prepare for the season. And uh, great, by the way, great performance by both goaltenders, Carter Hart and Brian Elliott, in the shootout, just keeping the shooters guessing and doing a great job being uh, stopping those shootout attempts. Goalie has the advantage on the shootout uh, to the tune of about 82%. Uh, they stopped the puck on shootout attempts, uh, and both were great in the shootout in the Flyers' scrimmage. A couple notes in that scrimmage. Kevin Hayes scored the first two goals for the Flyers, both in the first period. Almost had the hat trick, the natural hat trick in the third period. Had a great opportunity, shorthanded, uh, but whistled it just over the bar and wide and uh, was unable to pick up another goal. There were the only two goals for Team Orange. The first goal of the game that Kevin Hayes did score Great passing, Joel Farabee, Claude Giroux, and Kevin Hayes. That second line for the Flyers looks to be a very potent one. And those, all three of those players could benefit from playing with each other. Kevin Hayes, the big pivot in the middle, such a good job at protecting the puck and will create space for Giroux and Farabee. Farabee will be playing with an elite-level distributor in Claude Giroux. And also Kevin Hayes will as well. So it could be a real good mix of a of a line for the Flyers. Uh, Couturier, Sean Couturier centering the top line with Oscar Limblom and Travis Konechny. So that should be one. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing that as well. Because that was the line last year at the start of the season when Oscar Limblom had 18 points in the first 30 games of the season. So we'll see uh, how that performs as well and how it all balances out. If we see any surprises on the roster come opening night on Wednesday. Uh, Elaine Vigneault did say last week that what we see in Tuesday's practice on the 12th, that's coming up tomorrow, uh, should be very indicative of not only uh, the roster, but also the combinations that they will use beginning the season coming up on Wednesday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Also last week, Elaine Vigneault mentioned that Tyson Forster, the Flyers' first-round pick, didn't get that moment that you dream of as a hockey player as a kid, that when you're drafted, especially in the first round, that you hear your name called and you walk up on that stage in the middle of whatever arena it is where the draft is being held and somebody from the organization hands you uh, the jersey and you put that jersey on for the first time, you stand there for the photo op, you go through uh, the media gauntlet as well. Obviously, in a draft that was done virtually uh, via Zoom, basically, for the NHL like it was for the NFL, Tyson Forrester as the Flyers' first-round pick didn't get that moment. So it was important for Elaine Vigneault and important enough to go to Chuck Fletcher to say, let's invite this uh, kid to camp. Let's invite Tyson Forrester to camp and let him, since he didn't get that moment, let's have him 
be in this return to play camp for the 2021 season. Tyson has done that. Uh, he's fared pretty well, uh, has played and learned a lot, and I had a chance to catch up with him after the scrimmage. And here's that conversation with Flyers first round selection Tyson Force. Joining us on Flyers Daily, fresh off uh, inner squad scrimmage, is Flyers first round selection Tyson Forster. Tyson, how you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I, the first question I got to ask you: Elaine Vigneault talked about it in a press availability this last week about you know having a conversation with Chuck Fletcher because you, you didn't get to walk up on the stage as a number one draft pick. You didn't get to have that moment that so many uh, NHL players get. Not not a lot of people get. Um, but he wanted to have you at camp because you missed out on that moment. What does that mean? I, I thought that was tremendously you know honorable of him to to do that because you missed out on that moment, which is a signature moment in everybody's life that ends up in the NHL. Uh, yeah, I think it was pretty cool by uh, AV. Um, I was obviously really excited to come down here and meet everyone and, and train with these guys. Uh, obviously being off for nine months, not really doing much besides working out and training with the guys who was getting old. So I think uh, coming down here is pretty cool and I'm having fun. It's been great. How important is is it for you and your development too to come in and kind of see what the NHL is like and to be able to train alongside guys and be in camp alongside guys, scrimmage with guys that that have been in this league a long time, guys like Claude Drew, Kevin Hayes, Sean Couturier, and some of these great players. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's crazy. I mean, I just notice how much they slow the game down and um, how much they or how good they are. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important for me to get down here and train with them and just watch them so I can learn all that. What was kind of the aha moment for you, for lack of a better term, of going, okay, this is a whole different ball game here with these boys? <laughs> uh, probably after the first uh, the first skate, I think, um, and back in the O where you can just quickly lift the stick and you're gone. I think uh, these guys are a lot harder on their sticks. So I think right then and there, the first skate, I think I noticed how much I had to change my game and be that much harder on my stick and stuff like that. So training camp's only a week long, um, but so you've been with with the Flyers now in this camp setting for a week. Do, do you feel like I, I feel like a player like you would feel like you made big strides already, just in knowledge gained, but and just those little details because the game is so much about the details, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think I made huge steps from where I was even last year. Even my skating, working on it in the summer, I don't feel I'm I'm out of the play ever. I think I can keep up with the pace, and I think it's it's been great coming here. Do, do you feel like after you know the the experience that you've had that you got you, you feel even more resolute now that I'm going to play in this league? I, I have some skills that I still need to develop a little bit further. You alluded to your skating; you've worked hard on it. Uh, and looking at the scrimmage on on Sunday night, it, it, your skating looked really good to me. Um, but you also possess that NHL-ready shot already. Do, do you, are you even more resolute that this is a league where you're going to end up? Uh, yeah, I think I still got to focus on trying to get here. I mean, I'm I'm not at that level yet, I don't think, but I think I'm going to get there. Um, I think just keep working hard. I mean, I have a pretty good mindset, so I think if I keep working hard, I can get there, and it's my dream, so that's where I'm gonna, what I'm going to do. Tyson, we talked on draft night uh, moments after you were selected by the Flyers in the first round. Uh, what was it like uh, from draft night to this moment? Um, you know, you, you mentioned that you, you know you had a chance to get a lot of workouts in and work on some things in your game. Uh, what was it like from you know the draft that didn't happen when it was going to happen normally, and you know, and not certainly not the way you, you drew it up in your head until this moment now? What, what have you been up to over that period of time? Uh, like I said, not really that much. I think Ontario just went into another lockdown. That's where I'm from, so. 
um, just I was able to train. My trainer kept the gym open, so able to keep training in a couple of private ranks. So I think just working on my game there as much as possible. And I think it's really helped me this eight months. I mean, I've gotten a lot bigger. I've gained eight pounds. So I think it's been really good for me and just got to keep working on my game. Tyson, what was it like playing the game at the Wells Fargo Center? Um, to, to put on the you, you put on the practice jersey, and that's got the logo on it, but you had a real Flyers jersey on for the first time. What was that like for you? It was surreal. I mean, I looked for, right when I got here, I went and looked at the arena. It's, it's massive. It's way bigger than anything I've ever played in. So I think it was it was really surreal, and I just kind of took a deep breath and stared and was really excited to get on the ice pretty cool to see that jersey hanging in the stall with your name on it right and it was spelled correctly <laughs> yeah yeah seriously they had the extra e on you at camp there for a couple of days huh yeah a couple of days and then they finally noticed i didn't even notice to be honest oh no kidding <laughs> we were debating it, it as sitting up with the media upstairs watching practice it is f-o-e-r S-T-E-R, not E-S-T-E-R. <laughs> and, and we... yeah, I didn't even notice. That's why I didn't say anything for the longest ah. time. And then I, somebody told me that it was wrong, so they fixed it. I said, oh, I didn't even notice. Uh, what, what's what's next after camp's over for you? What, what's the plan for, for you going forward for this uh, hockey honestly, season? that's up to the Flyers, I think. I think a camp is coming up shortly, so I think maybe I can go there. I'm not sure. It's, it's honestly up to them. <clears throat> Yeah, you just kind of like so much. It, everything changes by the minute, and you're just kind of doing the best we can given the the situation. Tyson, it was great to see you out there, man. I, I know that you, you didn't get the dream of walking up on that stage, and you didn't get to walk out in your first NH pseudo NHL game uh, with the fans out there screaming as well, and to get to do the lap by yourself and the whole thing. But that'll come in time. Uh, I appreciate you doing this. Best of luck, whatever the, the next stages of your development. Everybody's looking forward to seeing you and seeing that cannon of a shot, man. Looking at a lot of your highlights. When I see goalies, it doesn't matter what level it is that you're playing at. When I see the goalies at your level and they don't move when you shoot, I know it's a pretty darn good shot. Thank you very much. Thanks to Tyson Forster for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. We talked to him the night of the draft. Great to catch up with him once again. We'll see kind of what the next couple of months have in store for him, where he's going, and how he continues his progression in an arc towards the NHL as a first-round selection. Uh, Lane Vigneault had a chance to meet with the media. He wasn't on either bench in the inner squad scrimmage, not on the bench for Team Orange or Team White, rather upstairs with his uh, executive team with Chuck Fletcher and Brent Flair, Flyers' assistant general manager. And here's what his thoughts, and here were his thoughts after the game. Hey, Lane, uh, two questions. First one, uh, what was your assessment of Nolan Patrick tonight? And the second one is, uh, of all the players that were on the roster bubble, did any one of them make your decision tougher tonight? Uh, well, for Nolan, uh, you know, I thought uh, like the white uh, team, uh, he got better as the game went on. So, uh, you know, for a young man that uh, hadn't played a game, and this was, you know, for for the benefit of it, uh, you know, a, a game for our whole group. Uh, I thought he did uh, a lot of the right things on the ice. Thought that line had some uh, some chemistry and some good moments. So uh, I think that's definitely for him and our team a, a step in the right direction. Uh, there are uh, a few guys tonight that um, uh, we have to make decisions on as far as, you know, starting with our group and uh, starting in the, uh, the taxi squad. So uh, we just had a brief conversation, uh, my coaching staff with Chuck and Brent and uh, Barry, 
and uh, we're going to sleep on it. We got a couple of decisions, so I don't want to get into any specific names. Uh, but uh, you know, I really thought for the first time a real game condition. Uh, this accomplished everything that we wanted. Uh, you know, guys came here. We had our morning skate this morning meeting. We had our meetings tonight. Went out, and the game got better as uh, uh, the periods went by. And uh, for our group and our assessment, uh, this was definitely going to be beneficial. Hey, Lane. Uh, obviously, this is a question that you're probably not going to be able to answer in full until Friday or until Wednesday. But how ready? Do you feel like you guys are for the start of the season? Do you feel like the the, the group as a whole is as ready as they're going to be, or are, are there things that you guys still need to prepare for? Well, I mean, there's no doubt that you know we're no different than anybody else. Uh, you know, everybody's scrimmaged a little bit, had one or two inter squad games like we've had tonight, and uh, depending on uh, your philosophy, uh, you got your team ready. Uh, to the best of your and, and their capability. So I think considering the format uh, come uh, the 13th, 5.30, uh, we're going to be we're going to be prepared. We're going to be ready. We're going to go out and we're going to compete. And that's what I expect this group and this team to do every night. Yeah. yeah hi, Elaine. Um, I know it's hard to pick out one or two particular guys. I'm curious to get your opinion on Sam Marin and Zane Wisdom. You know, it looked like Sam was moving pretty good for his first real game as a forward and the list as far as keeping up with the pace. Yeah, you know, what? for Sam, I'm obviously this was his first game, and, and for a, a young man like that to you know play out of position, basically, and part of his game is is you know being physical. It's a it's a challenge. Uh, you know, it's not easy. You don't want to run over your teammates, etc. So, I thought for the most part uh, he did well. Um, who was the other player you asked me about? Sorry. Save wisdom, coach. Oh, okay. Sorry, my fault. Uh, you know what? Uh, I've been impressed by uh, by him, by uh, his skating ability, uh, his uh, feistiness in in one on one battles, and uh, we saw a lot of that again tonight. So uh, I've liked uh, what this young man, uh, you know, has brought on the ice every time. Obviously, very young player, um, but uh, he's come here and he's worked extremely hard and, and is competing. Hi, Elaine. Uh, I was just curious as to what you saw out of Oscar Lindblom, and do you think he'll be ready to go for Wednesday night? Well, there's no doubt, first of all, that he'll be ready to go. He wants to play, and, uh, you know, I thought overall that line was uh, was just okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it was their, their, they've been together a couple, of, a couple of practices, a couple of scrimmages. Uh, tonight was uh, their first game together in, in a long time. And uh, my recollection is them playing extremely well. So I expect Oscar and that whole line uh, to get better moving forward. Always great to hear from Elaine Vigneault. Uh, always the straight shooter. That much we know for sure. And it'll be great for Elaine Vigneault and this team to get underway coming up on Wednesday when they take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. And we'll be back Wednesday with another brand new episode. And to kick off the season, we're going to have a special guest on Wednesday's episode. It would be the longest tenured athlete in Philadelphia right now. Number 28, uh, El Capitan, the captain of the Philadelphia Flyers, Claude Giroux, will join us coming up on Wednesday's episode to kick off the 2021 season. In the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening. The countdown is dwindling. The days are dwindling until the sprint starts. 56 hockey games in 116 days. 
also known as the 2021 NHL season. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Wednesday's episode, a game day episode of Flyers Daily. Keep the eyes at me.